welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, well, welcome on in. We're in the book of Galatians. We started it about four episodes ago, and uh, we're now in chapter two. So let's pick it up and see what's going on with the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Galatia. He says this, Now then, after 14 years, I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. So this is the end of him sort of sharing his testimony. He talked about on the way to Damascus, how the Lord appeared to him, how the Lord spoke to him and changed his heart. Right there, he had an encounter with Jesus himself. So he's sort of ending that right here. He's saying, now after 14 years, after my conversion, I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up because of a revelation and set before them, though privately before those who seemed influential, the gospel that I proclaimed among the Gentiles in order to make sure that I was not running or had run in vain. Here's what he's saying. Now, for these 14 years after I was converted, God called me to preach. So I started preaching. I started sharing the gospel in and around everyone I could. And the Lord made it clear that it was my calling to go to the Gentiles, the non-Jews. Now, uh, the Jewish folk were pretty prejudiced back then, had a lot of reasons to be. They'd been abused by a lot of folks. But they were very prejudiced against the Gentiles and the Gentiles against the Jews. So to have that crossover was really sort of revolutionary in that day. But Paul said, hey, look, I was clearly called to do that. He says that over in chapter 1. And so that's what I'm doing. Now, after 14 years of ministry, I wanted to know that what I was doing wasn't in vain. Now, it was during that time he also went on this missionary trip, right, for 18 months, where he planted these churches in Galatia, who he's writing to right now. So he's telling them in this letter, I want you to know my history and what I've done. Because if you remember, if you listen to the first episode, a lot of the people there were ignoring what Paul preached, and they were embracing what other people were bringing in and among this new church. Fault stuff, stuff that would be confusing. And we're going to look at that in detail in just a minute. So he said, so I went up private. I went up in, into, into Jerusalem, but I went to the, to the influential people privately first. Now, we get this idea of Paul sometimes, like he was this guy on the street corner with a big megaphone, you know, come to know Jesus. And he's screaming and doing all that stuff, right? And that's really not what he was doing. Now, there were opportunities that he spoke, if you will, on the street corner um, in Mars Hill. Mars Hill, it was very popular to come and stand on the side of this hill and debate theological, philosophical, and logical ideas. And so it was proper for him to do it, and he did it there. But here, he has a different strategy. He goes to the influential people. He talks to them. He says, I want to make sure that what I have done isn't falling to pieces because I know I have preached the gospel correctly. So now he goes in verse 3 and says this, But now even Titus, who was with me, was not forced to be circumcised, though he was a Greek. Now you're saying, oh, wait a minute, Terry. Why is he talking about some dude's circumcision, right? I mean, that sort of freaky. Okay, whenever you read a book and whenever you're looking through a Bible, and you can use this in any book of the Bible, this principle is always true. You have to know the background. You have to know the context or verses like this one, talking about some dude's circumcision, it's going to seem really weird. Well, here's what was going on in the church in Galatia. There were people who had snuck in, we're going to see him use that kind of language in just a minute, and was trying to get people to convert to Judaism. Now, they wanted them to be Christian, but they wanted them to be Jews too. It was like you have to be a person of two kingdoms, the kingdom of Judaism and the kingdom of God. And Paul fought against that at every turn. And so he makes the point, Titus, who was a Greek, was with me. 
right? He was a Greek guy, came to know Christ, had never been circumcised. And we were in Jerusalem. And even in Jerusalem, where the council is, the people who oversaw the church at the time, it, all Jews, by the way, didn't make him get circumcised. So he's saying to the church at Galatia, whatever these guys are coming and saying to you, you need to understand it's not legit. Nobody around accepts it as legit. So stand firm. Then he goes on in verse four and says this, yet because of false brothers who have secretly brought in, um, they've now slipped into your to your group, and they're spying out your freedom that you have in Christ Jesus, so that they might bring you again back into slavery. Now to them, we did not yield in submission, even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. So here's what he's saying. There are people who have come in. They're looking at the freedom you have in Jesus for one reason, not to celebrate the gospel and the freedom that Christ brings, but to find a way to bring you back into slavery and back into bondage of the law. There are people who want to steal your joy. There are people who want to steal your freedom. There are people who want you to walk out your Christian life just like them. I want to encourage you as your friend, do it the way the Bible says. <laughs> Not the way they say. Don't give in to people who want to shackle you down into boredom, mediocrity, and nonsense. Live free because Christ has set you free. And when you do that, you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Help us to walk free because, Jesus, you set us free. And help us love your word because it leads us into freedom every day of our life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.